Hi, YouTubers and wet shavers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? I got an Ohio coffee. Yeah, well, hey, check out the mug. <laughs> That's why I've got an Ohio coffee in there. Hang on one minute. Yeah, that's a nice coffee. Yeah, from the Erie Island Coffee Company, Perry's Brew. Yeah, this is in honor of Commodore Perry. We've talked about this before. Uh, the islands on Lake Erie, Putin Bay, Kelly's Island, the Perry Monument, the Peace Memorial that's up there. Beautiful, beautiful monument. If you've never been to the island islands on Lake Erie, Putin Bay, uh, and you're in the area, really plan a nice day outing there, or even a weekend if you can if you can book far enough in advance. For next season, now's the time to try to get a room for next summer. Absolutely. It is a very, very popular destination here in Ohio. That's why we're using the Ohio, uh, an Ohio coffee from the Erie Island Coffee Company. Really nice cup of coffee too, by the way. Uh, the reason why we're using the Ohio coffee is because of the Ohio coffee mug. This came courtesy of viewer John Kaczynski, screen name, Ivan Kaz, John, thank you very, very much. All 88 counties right there. Yeah, I remember back in seventh grade, uh, we learned about all 88 counties and you know, all the kids in the classroom were given a blank map and then you had to fill in all the names of all the counties. And uh, yeah, I could do that. I could do that for a good long while. I don't think I could do it now, but I could, I, I could do it back in the day. I was, that was a lot of fun learning about Ohio, its history, 88 counties, all that kind of thing. And I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. As we say, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. And by the way, if you're taking me on your morning commute, hey, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate it. Uh, boy, we got a great show for you this morning. But before we get things underway, we've got a coffee hack from viewer Rodney Ripplinger. And he writes, hi, Mark. I found out about a coffee hack that really works. Remember I mentioned to you about watching a video by George Bruno the Barber? The other evening, I watched the start of one of his videos. As it opened up, he was stirring a mug of coffee with a couple of chopsticks, plain wood bamboo. He said that that was the only way to get perfect coffee. Now, I had seen that before and wondered about it. In France, where they go crazy for the AeroPress coffee maker, I saw contestants on a coffee-making contest show stir the coffee with chopsticks in the coffee-making process instead of using the wide stirring paddle they give you with the coffee maker. I think I now know why. The bamboo chopsticks either neutralize the acid in the coffee or somehow absorb it. I made coffee with Dunkin' Donuts pumpkin spice coffee twice and with another coffee once and all three times, any bitterness was removed when stirring with chopsticks after brewing. I noticed bitterness right away with the Dunkin' Donuts coffee, but not when I stir the mug with chopsticks first. And he writes, woohoo, good deal, <laughs> Rodney. Hey, Rodney, hey, that's a great, great hack. Thanks very much for that. Let me share one with you as well and all the viewers. Uh, when I took driver's education in high school, the instructor, Mr. John Hall, at one point in his life was a truck driver. And he mentioned that uh, when you go to truck stops, the coffee 
I assume here now, I think as I recall correctly, the coffee's very, very hot. So truck drivers, you could always tell who the truck drivers were when they drank their coffee because they would take a spoon and they would put it in the mug like that because the coffee was so hot. And then the spoon, the metal spoon, would absorb some of the heat. And when they took that first sip, the spoon was always... In the coffee like that, it would cool it down. That spoon would absorb that heat. Have you ever heard that before? Well, that's what he related to us in the class, and I never forgot that. So whenever I, uh, whenever I think that a cup of coffee is really, really hot, I'll drop a spoon in there and let that metal kind of absorb that heat a little bit. And yeah, I will take the first sip, just like I did with the spoon in there. And it really, it really does work. Hey, if you got a coffee hack out there, send it in. We'll share it on the show. Absolutely. And we've got a great show this morning. A lot of great stuff to talk about. So let's kick it off like we always do with a viewer morning shaving tip. Oh, hey, you know what? We can get that out of there now, that spoon. <laughs> I got a little paper towel right here. Okay, we'll just set it there like that. All right, this morning's viewer shaving tip comes from uh, viewer John Sherry. And he writes, hey, Mark, I really enjoy your wet shaving tips, enthusiasm, and item reviews, as well as your relaxing Monday morning mailbag segments. Hey, John, thanks very much. I appreciate that. The shaving tip I have is for people with narrow sinks or those with slotted sink drains that are not easy to plug. As much as I wish I could fill up my sink basin for a shave, I live in an apartment, so I'm unable to make major changes to the sink. However, I found a sink attachment that not only helps me wet my face, but also has improved my entire shaving experience. Not only does the angled spray feel nice on the face, but the Strong spray setting is great for cleaning brushes and razors. I've linked the item on Amazon below for you to take a look. As always, keep up the amazing videos and I look forward to seeing more soon. Hey, that really looks like a neat item. It's an attachment to your sink faucet and moves around, pivots around. And uh, yeah, a really neat item, especially if you're in an area with tight spaces in your shaving den, that sort of thing. And... Um, he wrote here, he did a follow-up because I thanked him for the tip. And he said, hey, Mark, thanks so much. So glad you enjoyed the tip. I've been an avid watcher and always thought of submitting. I'm very glad I did. My sink head is very tiny to the point that my hands don't even fully fit under to wash them without touching the back of the sink. At first, I thought this product would just help with that. However, I realized quickly that it is just perfect for the pre-shave warm soak as well as the post-shave cold water rinse before alum. A real game changer. Thanks again, John. Well, John, thank you again for passing along a neat tip and a neat item. And to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please email me your snail mail address uh, to uh, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post-haste. And if you out there would like an original George signed sketch, an original George signed sketch, an original signed sketch of George, <laughs> however you want to word it, if you want an original signed George sketch, there you go, 
Uh, just email me a shaving tip. Email that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com. Mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use the tip in the morning shaving tip segment of the Monday morning mailbag, well, hey, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. <laughs> so thanks again, John, for a really, really nice tip and passing along a great Amazon item. Really do appreciate it. Okay, this morning we have an extra shave tip from viewer Bill Murphy. And Bill writes, Hi Mark, I have a tip for the use of the PAA Moonscape Scuttle. Now he's referring to the Moonscape Brush Scuttle. Here's mine right here. Boy, I love this thing. You may recall that I chipped it and I kind of repaired it with a little bit of epoxy. Hey, it's holding up. None worse for the wear. I absolutely love this. What you do is you, you fill it with hot water here. And then you put this inner chamber in there like that. And then you just set your brush knot in there that has lather on it. And that hot water heats up this inner chamber and it keeps the, the brush knot nice and warm. Yeah, really terrific. So uh, he continues here. Uh, this may have been covered in one of your previous videos, but I have only been watching since the first of the year. To make things a little more clear, I will refer to the part of the scuttle that you put hot water in to keep your brush warm as the outer piece and the part that you put your brush in as the inner piece. Just before I apply my Cube 2.0 pre-shave, I fill the scuttle as usual. Then I also fill the inner piece with hot water and then put my brush in to soak. Next, I apply my pre-shave. When I finish my pre-shave, I take and wring out my brush and fill the brush with my soap and do my face lather. When I need more water for my face lather, I just dip my brush in the scuttle inner piece. Once I finish my face lather, I empty the inner piece of scuttle and use it as usual to keep my brush warm between passes. I have only been using the scuttle for about two weeks and really enjoy having warm lather for the whole shave. What a wonderful feeling it is. If it wasn't for your frequent use of the scuttle in your videos, I never would have bought and used it. Thanks so much, Mark. If you choose to use this on the Monday morning mailbag, keep in mind I already have a George drawing from you. On another note, I just want to say that I was never a fan of sandalwood scent, but I ordered a sample of the one that PAA makes, and boy, what a wonderful scent. PAA Supreme Sandalwood is now in my weekly rotation. If you, if you haven't already tried it, at least order a sample the next time you place an order to PAA. I am sure you will like it. Uh, love your videos and Monday Morning Mailbag. Keep them coming and have a great week. Thanks, Bill Murphy. Hey, Bill, thank you very much for a really neat tip. As I say, before cameras rolled, I had a shave and I used the shaving tip that uh, you just related here with this brush scuttle, and it worked really, really well. I really enjoyed uh, using this, the, the, the brush scuttle that way. And I, again, I, I did what, exactly what you said. I filled this up with hot water, and then I put the inner chamber in there, and I filled that up with the hot water, and I put my brush in there to soak. I did my pre-shave, Cube 2.0, just like you did. And then I went ahead and loaded my brush. And as a matter of fact, I used... Um, the Pierre Lucien uh, barbershop scent. Boy, this is great. This is an Italian barbershop scent. Got a great, great mint kind of a scent to it. Really, really terrific. There it is. You can see I, I use it. And I, I loaded my brush up and uh, 
did my face lather, and as I needed water, I went to this inner chamber that had water in there. And as soon as I got my boom lather, <laughs> I went ahead and uh, uh, you know dumped this out, and then placed the uh, the brush knot, the whole brush in there, the brush knot though with the lather in, right in there, and it just stayed really really nice and warm. I think maybe this inner chamber retained a little bit of the heat from the from the hot water that was in there as well. So it really did a nice job, and I think that I probably will start using the brush scuttle in this way. So folks, if you have the brush scuttle, it's a really nice way uh, to use it. Uh, 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 kind of a, an, extra, an extra step, a little bit of a, a new method to use this, and it works. I really, really like it. And of course, as you know, I'm primarily a face latherer, and... I love doing the face lather, and this this brush scuttle, this thing, this brush scuttle has just been wonderful. It really uh, creates that nice warm lather throughout your shave because as you're shaving, this this brush scuttle right here will keep that lather on in that knot nice and warm. So when you reapply it again, you get a nice warm lather. So hey, Bill, thanks very much for the extra shave tip. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, we got some shave den photos from a couple of viewers this morning. Uh, the first set of photos comes from Kevin Laird. Now, I met Kevin at the Ohio Wet Shavers meetup in Columbus, Ohio, and he was showing uh, a picture on his phone of his shave den. And I saw that and I said, you have got to send me uh, pictures of your shave den. Please do that. And he very kindly sent along these photos. And he wrote, Hi, Mark. It was great to meet you at the shave meetup today. As promised, here are pictures of my shave den. The brushes and razors are fairly well organized. Those racks are beautiful. <laughs> I mean, that's a beautiful razor and brush collection. That's absolutely fantastic. The blades in the drawer, wow. That is really, really nice. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sending that along and sharing with all your fellow wet shavers and the viewers on the program. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, and he says, uh, I'm still working on the soaps and aftershaves. Uh, I'm sending a second email with just the soaps and aftershaves. Don't want the email to be too big. Regards, Kevin Laird. Well, thank you very much for sending all these photos, Kevin. They're absolutely fantastic. And again, just a great, great looking rack. And I uh, love the collection. And thanks so much for uh, sending along and sharing with everybody. Really, really fantastic. Uh, viewer Chuck Price sent along a picture of, of uh, his shave den. And he wrote, Hey Mark, hope all is well. I've been homesick a few days. Nothing major, thank goodness. And to cheer me up, my daughter Ashley rearranged my razor shed to display all my razors, especially the new vintage ones I have gotten on eBay. There are 22 in the collection, and none of them cost me more than $10, including shipping from eBay. Some of the best deals I got were the Schick Injector for 99 cents plus shipping, the Gem, uh, this is the Gem Micromatic Open Comb in the Bakelite box for $1.25 plus shipping, and the EverReady 1924 for $2 plus shipping. Wow! I also have a 1965 Gold Ball Entec Gem Push Button, a 1912, and a Featherweight. The Rolls Razor was $3 and is fully functional and intact and even came with an extra blade. Uh, the Henson was a gift from my wife and daughters last Christmas. 
Tell the viewers there are great deals to be had if you can take the time to look and anyone can build up a collection. All the best. Chuck. Wow. Chuck. Thank you again. That was fantastic. My gosh. Those are some absolute finds. But uh, I think you're right. It takes a little bit of time, a little bit of patience. You got to do a little bit of research. Don't be in a hurry. And you'll find some really, really great, great razors. Now, the other thing is, this is really neat that you that, that you mention all this. At the Ohio Wet Shavers meetup, there was a piff table. And there were some amazing, amazing vintage razors that uh, fellow wet shavers were putting on that table for uh, newbies and beginners to pick up uh, and just take home with them. Absolutely fantastic, fantastic contributions from the wet shave community. And again, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again, uh, the wet shaving community, most generous community ever, really. I mean, they just want to share their love of the traditional wet shave and all the gear with others. And I saw some really amazing, amazing razors that were on that table. And I hope uh, some beginning, be beginning wet shavers were able to uh, go up there and talk to their fellow wet shaver members and do a little research right there on the spot and figure out which razor would be a good fit for them. I saw somebody donate a Schick Krona, which was in a beautiful, beautiful shape. And I, I, I really hope some new beginner wet shaver uh, acquired that one because that's a really neat razor. I've heard some really nice things about the Schick Krona. So, hey, Chuck and Kevin, thanks very much for passing along these great, great photos of your shave dens. Really do appreciate it. Okay, this is just a reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is available as a podcast. It's available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. So just go to your favorite podcast streaming service and do a search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more. And the Monday Morning Mailbag episodes in podcast form will come up, as well as episodes of the Second Cup podcast. So again, it's available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. If you have any trouble getting the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form or even Second Cup in podcast form, uh, just uh, drop me an email at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and we'll try to sort it all out. But it's up there. It's streaming. It's available. Just search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more. And thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low. That time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. As we like to say again, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Yeah. Great to get together with you. Again, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. Hope you went back for a refill, as I said. Got to show you this before I forget. Uh, you might see I'm holding the mug and I'm putting it down. And I have a coaster right over here. Let me show you this coaster. This is really neat. Check this out. How about that, huh? Flip this around. How about that? Now, this was uh, part of the table setting at my uh, nephew Mike's uh, wedding to his wife, Brittany. And Brittany organized the entire wedding. And this was 
one of the coasters that was on the table with, with uh, each attendee's name, each guest's name, uh, and uh, there's my name there, and, uh, you know, you got a nice glass with uh, Brittany and Mike and the date that they were married, and then this coaster, and this, I love this coaster, and Brittany made all this stuff, and uh, I, I just absolutely love this coaster. I mean, I have it right over here. It's perfect. I love the size of it, uh, and it's just great for a nice hot cup of coffee. It's fantastic. And that's what I, I have it right there, and my mug fits on it very, very nicely. And it's just absolutely perfect. I love that coaster. So my thanks to Brittany again for a, a really neat uh, little gift uh, from the from the uh, wedding reception. Really, really neat. All right, we got some great topics in the, this morning's refill. Let's get right to it. Uh, viewer, 10 fluid ounce, ounces, 30 minutes, wrote, uh, one of the big differences for east to west versus west to east is what happens near and just under the nose. Too often will cut myself there if I try to stroke from the middle just under the nose, so I learned to never do this. I always do the across growth pass from side towards the middle, so I will only rarely cut myself there. Uh, okay, we were talking about... Um, uh, doing uh, an across-the-grain uh, shave pass from east to west and then west to east because the viewer who mentioned this was saying that it worked better for him than doing a third pass against the grain. Uh, and uh, I guess it's for some uh, wet shavers and maybe not for others. Uh, 10 fluid ounce, 30 minutes, uh, not so much. He likes going from, from the ear to the nose rather than from the nose to the ear and the across the grain, or as he says, across growth pass. Uh, so yeah, I can understand that. You know what? Your face, your rules, as we like to say. So thanks very much for filling us in on that and that bit of a cautionary note because there are some wet shavers out there who might experience the same kind of uh, challenge that you have. So always good to note that. Thank you very, very much. Now, Brian, viewer Brian wrote, I agree with the shaving tip. If I do it in against the grain pass, it gives me ingrown hair, so I don't want a BBS shave. If I do a third pass, then both the second and third passes are across the grain, as the tipster said. Ear to nose, then nose to ear. I often just do a two-pass shave and use the remaining lather, as you said, Mark, like a face wash. It also lets me enjoy maybe my favorite part of the shave, lathering up my face. Uh, yeah, so there's uh, Brian, who, who's very, very fine with going from, nose to, from ear to nose, nose to ear with his razor. That's great. That's great. Uh, my third pass is against the grain. I don't have any problem uh, doing that. As long as, I, um, as long as I'm using a nice mild, efficient razor. I can't really use a, an aggressive razor and do an against-the-grain pass. Probably don't need to do a third pass if the razor is a little more aggressive, really, for me. Uh, I probably get everything in two passes. It also depends on the amount of beard growth I have, too. Let me just say that. Uh, and as far as uh, using the excess or the extra leftover lather as a face wash, that's not my tip. One of the viewers sent that in. And I thought that was a great tip. I wish I could remember who that was off the top of my head. My apologies to the viewer. If you're the one who came up with that tip, please comment below and let us know uh, that it was you. Uh, because uh, all credit to you. 
I'm just happy to pass along these really, really great tips, uh, tips and tricks in doing the traditional wet shave. I learn a lot from the viewers. I really, really do. And I, and I know uh, you out there uh, do as well. Uh, Roderick McLeod checked in and said, I'd say that the head shave plus the face shave equals two shaves. It's about blade wear. And we talked about this last week. Uh, and uh, one of the questions was, uh, if you do a face shave, do a face shave, and then immediately after do a head shave, is, does that count as one shave or two shaves? Now, I'm with Roderick. I, I tend to think that that is two shaves. If I have a face shave and I do two passes, and then I immediately do a head shave with two passes and say, say a touch-up, that's two shaves to me. That's not one shave with four passes. Uh, and I think you're correct, Roderick. It is about blade wear. Now, some of you out there might still think that it's one shave, and maybe you're um, maybe you're the, the the kind of wet shaver that gets you know ten shaves from a blade. Well, you know, God bless you. That's great. <laughs> that really is. I'm of the uh, of the opinion that uh, after about two or three shaves, I I toss the blade. And I put in a new blade. I treat myself to a new blade as often as possible. Uh, but hey, you know what? Again, your face, your rules. Roderick, thanks very much for the comment. Appreciate that. High Tech Hillbilly checked in and he said, I got my Cube 2.0 this weekend. Wow, you weren't joking. That thing is fantastic. Uh, I agree. I absolutely love the Cube 2.0. Uh, it is one of my favorite things uh, in doing my traditional wet shave. Uh, I, I learned early on uh, to do all the steps. And, and most, one of the more important steps is the pre-shave. Do all the proper prep. Do that pre-shave. Uh, and early on, I was using pre-shave oil. And then I was using uh, some creams. Uh, and then, uh, you know what? I discovered Phoenix Shaving. And then I discovered the Cube 2.0. And everything changed. Get up to Phoenix Shaving. I'll link the Cube 2.0 below. Get up there and read the product page and read uh, the thought process that Doug had in creating this product. It makes a lot of sense. And uh, early on, too, I'll admit it, I was using it incorrectly. I was so excited to get it. I was using it incorrectly. I mean, you could use it this way if you want to. But really, the way you should use it is... You uh, uh, wet your face and then you run the cube around your face and you really work it in and you're actually washing your face. Then you rinse, okay? And what, what, what happens is, is the cube degreases uh, your skin and kind of preps your beard and the action of, of using your hands and moving it across your, your whisker and your skin kind of lifts the whisker a little bit. Uh, at least it does for me. And then... Um, after I rinse, of course, then I reapply it and work it in and go and work it in again, really good, and that serves as a uh, as the pre-shave base, so to speak. So now I can now I can do a face lather, or I can paint, uh, you know, bowl lather and paint the uh, the lather on my face, uh, whichever one I prefer for that particular shave, and it just just adds that that really nice little extra protection and glide because of CK6. Really, really terrific, terrific product. I really do enjoy it. Now, on occasion, I will use a pre-shave oil and I'll use a cream like a Cremo or a Parasso pre-shave cream or even Noxzema. I'll use that too uh, on occasion. 
but I really do like the Cube 2.0 and the majority of my shaves, that's what I use for pre-shave. But uh, High Tech Hillbilly, thanks very much for uh, checking in and confirming what a great product it is. I agree, fantastic, fantastic product. Uh, I have uh, several cubes in different scents that go with uh, some specific shave soaps. Uh, and you know what? I keep coming back to the Cube 2.0 with the activated charcoal and CK6 mentholated. Love that because it is just perfect for a wide variety of soaps and scents. And it just really works really, really well. As a matter of fact, I used it before cameras rolled, and I used it with the uh, Le Pierre Lucien Barbershop. It just paired up so nicely and helped create a wonderful... Now, this soap lathers very, very well, but the cube just really enhances any shave soap out there. It really is terrific. So check it out. Thanks again, High Tech Hillbilly. I, I could talk... <laughs> uh, hours on end about the Cube 2.0, but we'll move along. Thanks very much, High Tech Hillbilly. Bart Bartlett checked in. More great Monday morning mailbag tips. Uh, I bought that same two-pack of collapsible bowls at Amazon for $5.99 plus tax. A suitable travel shaving bowl for sure. To answer your question about the number of shaves, I say two shaves. Maybe we should really count the number of passes instead of the number of shaves. But does it really matter? I retire my blades after three uses and or days, which is probably nine passes and three plus pickups, depending on the blade. By the way, a great summary of the Ohio meetup. Have a great week and watch out for those spooky <laughs> bouncing dots when you're shaving. Okay, uh, three different topics covered here. Uh, the collapsible travel bowls we talked about, again, in new shaving gear. And uh, check out the previous episode, and you can see uh, the discussion on that. They really are neat, and the whole point here was if you buy it when it's labeled and marketed as a pet bowl, uh, it'll be a little cheaper. If it's marketed, for the most part, if it's marketed as a wet shaving travel bowl, they might kick it up a few bucks. Maybe, maybe kick it up a few bucks. But just know that if it's a pet feeding bowl or a pet water bowl, collapsible, um, you might get it a little bit cheaper. You might get two or three of them in a pack for, like he says, you know, five, six bucks, something like that. Uh, number of shaves, again, someone voting for two shaves. And thanks for confirming uh, three uses on a blade and then using a new blade. That's kind of my rule of thumb. I absolutely agree there. I absolutely agree there. Now the bouncing dots, that was the Halloween video of the anomaly on screen. This floating dot, I got a variety of explanations uh, regarding this. Some were very, very good. And others were like, ah, you know what, Mark, you're right. It's an angel. It's a, it's a spirit of some kind. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm still looking at it and uh, I'm trying to understand it, but I, I received some really, really great, great feedback on it. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, just look for the uh, Halloween uh, video uh, and you'll see it. It's only maybe about 11 minutes long and you'll see the introduction and you'll see the actual video that, um, that I'm talking about. I slow it down, I highlight it so you can see this little anomaly and you know what is it? Folks have told me it's an insect, folks have told me it's a reflection, folks have told me it could be a piece of dust. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going with something, I'm still thinking it's supernatural. That's, that's 
That's what I'm looking at. I have a friend, my friend John, who suggested I make the video. He, I keep reading these reasons to him. I say, okay, here's what this guy said. Here's what this guy said. Here's what this viewer said. And he looks at me and goes, no, no, Mark. It's not. It's that. That's an angel, Mark. That's, that's spiritual. It's supernatural. I, I tend to agree with him and my sister-in-law, Lori. Okay, enough of that. Check it out if you haven't already seen it. Kind of some Halloween fun. Uh, David Dart checked in. Mark, good morning. You make it hard not to buy another soap and aftershave. He's referring to the review I did on Black Shroud. This is an homage to Woodhue by Fabergé. This is the only scent that Dean Martin wore. First introduced in 1944. This is fantastic. I will have a link below. I really love this scent a lot. And again, CK6, it makes wonderful, wonderful lather. Perfect for an evening out on the town. Absolutely wonderful. I can understand why Dean Martin wore this all the time. An absolutely wonderful, wonderful scent. Doug and Fran very kindly sent this along, and I reviewed it, and it's absolutely wonderful. So check it out when you get a chance. Um, and uh, David continues, uh, that scent sounds wonderful. It does. It really is a great scent. I couldn't agree with you more about not chasing the BBS. I stopped doing that. And now I find that I get a BBS result just about every time. Strange but true. Have a great day and stay safe, my friend. Uh, you know what? This is something I mentioned in passing. And David, thank you very much for bringing it up. Uh, and I learned this from Steve, uh, the Daily Shaver, down under. Hi, Steve. How are you? So all credit to Steve. He mentioned it in one of his videos that I happened to watch. And after you're done shaving you might feel just a little bit of whisker, just a little bit of whisker uh, after, after you're done with, say, two or three passes. And the whole idea is don't try to shave that down so much that, you know, be, so much because you might be developing some irritation, you might be over-shaving. Just, you'll learn to kind of gauge your beard uh, in that, after the, the, the whisker throws off that extra moisture and de-plumps, uh, that, that hair shaft, that, that, that whisker, will retract and become flush with the skin. Really is pretty, really is pretty amazing. And just through doing a daily shave and a traditional wet shave, you'll, you'll learn how to gauge uh, that sensation. Uh, and uh, I certainly have, and I have found that when I have just a little bit of whisker, just a little bit, probably 15, 20 minutes later after that whisker throws off that little extra moisture, it really does retract. Now, this is because, as I understand it, a hair shaft is hollow. So when you're wetting your beard, that shaft fills up with water. And when you're shaving it away, there's still a shaft that is plump, a little bit of water in there. When that water you know, uh, uh, just evacuates from that shaft, it just, it becomes thinner and pulls back and becomes a little more flush with the skin, which is why you get the BBS sensation. So if, if you're doing your shave and after two passes or three passes, you still feel a little bit, you know what, don't try to continue shaving or do a touch-up, that sort of thing. Just, you know, put the razor down, go through your post-shave routine, and then wait 15 minutes and see what the result is. You know, you might get a BBS. If you don't get a BBS, and let's say you get a darn fine shave, then you'll know to maybe do a little bit of touch-up. Just make sure you hit it with some lather, have some protection there, that sort of thing. That's kind of what I've learned uh, in doing the traditional wet shave. And again, 
full credit goes to Steve, the Daily Shaver. Again, hi, Steve, down under. How are you in the land of Oz? Full credit goes to Steve, the Daily Shaver, because he pointed this out, and he uh, really uh, uh, made, uh, uh, made this a point of his shaves and really made it clear and um, understandable to me. So I hope I've done uh, the explanation justice. Uh, if you haven't, uh, check out his channel because I think he, he discusses it on several of his videos. I know at least one video. If I can find a video again, I'll link it. Steve, if you know what video I'm talking about, email me or comment below and link it up or send me the link and I'll link it up uh, so viewers can see it. And thanks again, Steve, very, very much. And thanks again, David, for bringing up the subject of uh, chasing the BBS. Uh, James Sefton wrote, uh, Hey, Mark, my Zenith bore brush is not doing a very good job at all, but I'm going to keep with it for a while longer and see what it does. My fire mirror brush will run rings around it. Uh, yeah, this is the uh, Zenith brush that we've been talking about. Mark Bagwell uh, recommended these. You can see mine. Uh, I've had several shaves with it, and it is just Beautifully broken in. It was broken in after about two shaves. I used it for the shave before cameras rolled, and uh, it just did a wonderful, wonderful job. It really did. Uh, I really like it a lot. Um, now, I agree with you. My fire, the Fire Mirror brush. Uh, this is a fantastic synthetic brush. Uh, when I first got this, knowing it was synthetic, I had to do a double take. I thought this was a badger brush when I first used it. That's how it felt to me. And I had to go up to uh, Amazon on the Vikings Blade product page and look at the Fire Mirror and look at the description and make sure that it said synthetic brush because I thought it was a badger brush. But after using it, it has all the wonderful performance of a synthetic brush. It makes heaps and heaps of lather. I like the weighted base. Very nice size. Great for home, great for travel. Uh, really, really terrific. I traveled with the um, black-handled version of this uh, when I went to uh, Newark, Ohio for Mike and Brittany's wedding. Uh, and it just did a great job. Uh, yeah, so I, I really, really enjoyed uh, using that brush. Uh, and again, it traveled well. Now, why uh, the uh, Zenith bore brush isn't breaking in for you, I, I have no idea. This ADR is just, it's it's breaking in wonderfully well. Viewer Rodney Ripplinger said the same thing after about two uses. The thing was just about fully broken in. And you can see how wonderfully broken in this is. And it's still a little bit damp from, from, from my drying it out there. Just a little bit. So it's drying out nicely. I'm going to put it back on the, um, the uh, razor and brush stand and let it uh, dry out the rest of the way. But you can see, look at that. I mean, these, the Zenith bore brush is fantastic. Let me know how yours continues to break in, uh, but but if you got the ADR or the ADN, it should be like this after about three uses. It should be, I think I've used this maybe four or five times. It should be, it should be like this. Really, it's fantastic. So, well, that's it for this week's refill. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, it's time to check out some new wet shaving gear. Well, there's a new online retailer of wet shaving gear, razors, soaps, brushes, that sort of thing, and it's called the Wet Shaving Store. I was recently contacted by the owner and founder, 
Andy Amaya, and he sent along the following information. The Wet Shaving Store is a new retailer based out of the West Coast. Their online-only shop focuses on bringing you only the best wet shaving products from artisans and staple wet shaving brands. Their catalog is constantly growing and already has quite a large selection of soaps, splashes, and other special offerings like custom 3D printed shaving gear stands and bowls. You can add custom text and pick any combination of colors from the ones available. The Wet Shaving Store was launched in April of 2022 and has quickly made a name for itself in the wet shaving community. Now you can get to them via the following URLs or web addresses, uh, https colon slash slash wetshaving.store or wetshavingstore.com or thewetshavingstore.com. Any of those will work. But uh, I think the one that's easiest to remember is wetshaving.store. And again, uh, he very kindly sent to me some of uh, what they offer up there. Now, we just did a review of this this past Friday. This is from Master Soap Creations Dark Blue Shave Soap from South Africa. Wow, is this a terrific, terrific shave soap. This is um, an homage to, um, I believe, Hugo Boss's Dark Blue. Oh, this is really a wonderful, wonderful scent. And it's a beautiful, lathering, tallow-based soap. I really, really enjoyed using this soap a great deal. Check out the video it ran this past Friday. Uh, Andy also sent along some razor blades that I have never used before. Uh, and I've used both of them uh, in shaves. Uh, I've used the Schick blade right here. We used this one Friday. And this was really, really a nice, sharp blade. I recommend you use this in a mild razor. It's really going to up the efficiency. At least that's the impression I got. I also uh, tried the Zorik Supreme. Boy, these are nice. These are by Supermax. And of course, I've reviewed the Supermax Blue Diamond razor blades. Uh, those impressed me uh, early on. I thought they were very, very close to a Paul Silver. Uh, these were really nice. These have a bit of a softer, sharp edge than say the Schick, but boy, these were really, really nice. Again, I really like the efficiency in a, um, in a milder uh, razor blade. Had a nice soft edge. As a matter of fact, I used this blade before cameras rolled and I put it in my Rockwell T2 and I had a great shave uh, at about two and a half and two. And uh, really this blade was wonderful. I mean, no nicks, no cuts, no irritation. It gave me a nice, mild shave and I can honestly say I did I did uh, three passes and uh, I got a really nice darn fine shave upper darn fine shave approaching BBS to be perfectly honest with you but the really neat thing uh, about using the T2 in this blade was that I started at about two right there about two two and a half like that and when I was when I was going uh, under the nose just getting some of those uh, little little bits there with this a razor head because it is a little bit larger than some of the other razor heads I've used. Um, I was able just to turn it up on the fly and I took it all the way up to four. Huh? Yeah, I took it all the way up to four to do just that little bit of touch up. I made sure there was lather there just to do a little bit of touch up to get those little extra bits there. And uh, yeah, the blade did a really, really nice job at level four. So it tells me it's a little more milder than say the Schick blade. 
because uh, I had this up to level four. So it was really, really nice. I don't know if I would do my first pass or second pass at level four, but that little bit of touch-up, uh, kind of a controlled uh, east to west underneath the nostrils, worked really, really well. So three really great products from uh, the Wet Shaving Store and Andy Amaya. My thanks to him for sending it along again uh, for Master Soap Creations Dark Blue. I'll have a link to this. I'll have a link to the Wet Shaving Store where you can check out everything that they offer. They have a really complete selection of wet shaving gear. We talked about this uh, on Second Cup last week. Wanted to show it to you on camera uh, because really I had a terrific shave. I've had a few shaves with this and absolutely terrific, terrific shave soap. And again, uh, it's got that ex exotic vibe to it because it's right out of South Africa. I really, really think that is neat. I don't think I've used any, I don't think I've I've used or tried any piece of shaving gear out of South Africa. And here uh, I've got the dark blue shave soap from South Africa. So that's really, really neat. And again, two blades I don't believe I've ever used. I don't believe I've ever used a Schick blade. And I certainly have not used a Zorik blade. So uh, really three great uh, pieces of shaving gear uh, that uh, I've never come across and they're available at the Wet Shaving Store. Check them out when you get a chance. I'll have links below. Andy, thanks again for sending along the soap, the blades, and all the information. Okay, now I mentioned the Schick razor blade and uh, how this upped the efficiency of a really, really nice mild razor. That razor happens to be the winning razor right here. Now, I acquired this from a gentleman and fellow wet shaver named Charles Smith. I met him at the Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup. And he had an extra one, and he made it available. And you know what? I acquired it from him. And this is a wonderfully mild razor. Now, this was uh, being sold by one of the wet shaving clubs out there. I can't remember if it's the Wet Shave Club or the Wet Shaving Club. They're the same folks that make and sell, uh, that sell the Merica razor. Uh, anyhow, uh, They've discontinued the winning razor, and I'm sorry that they discontinued it because after using this for uh, several shaves, it really is terrific. I like it a lot. Now, Charles put a beautiful, beautiful mirror polish finish on this. Absolutely gorgeous because when you originally bought this razor, it came with a rather rough machined finish, and uh, that's why they were able to sell it at a rather bargain price for an American-made razor. And Charles went the extra step and uh, really gave it a beautiful mirror polish. Look at that. Isn't that absolutely beautiful? Of course, it's got a magnet in the base, like the Merica razor. And it really did deliver a nice, mild, smooth shave. I really enjoyed the, the, the shave with this razor. The point is, is that when these were uh, for sale, I never bought one. And then they made the announcement that they were going to be discontinuing them. And I thought, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll get up there. And then when I finally got up there, they were all sold out. So I was delighted that Charles made this one available and, uh, and gave it a mirror polish to boot. Uh, the point is, I enjoyed the shave so much with this that if you uh, come across one, uh, I would say snap it up. If, it can, if you can get it at a fair price. It really is a terrific, terrific razor. My understanding, it's made by the folks at Yates uh, Manufacturing Company or Yates Precision Manufacturing Company. They make the 921, which is an awesome razor. Thank you again, Beth Jones. They also manufacture the Merica razor, which is also very, very good. But they made this winning razor and they've discontinued it. 
Uh, and a uh, real shame because it's a really, really terrific razor. So I just wanted to pass this along that uh, this is a really worthy razor to have in your collection, especially if you have other Yates razors. It really kind of completes the collection. And uh, I was uh, just delighted to, uh, to have this uh, as part of my collection because, uh, as you know, the 921 is an awesome razor. Again, thank you very much, Beth Jones. Uh, and the America razor is very, very good. Uh, the folks at Yates are making some great, great razors. And uh, this is another one uh, that is very, very good. Sorry they discontinued it. If you find it on eBay, if you find it at an estate sale, if you find it from a wet shaver who wants to pass it along for whatever reason, you know what? I would say snap it up. I think you'll really enjoy the shave. And look at the razor head. The razor head's got kind of that, kind of that uh, Henson razor head vibe there. You know, very easy to find that shaving angle right there. Uh, really just a terrific, terrific razor. My thanks to uh, Charles Smith for making this available. I really do appreciate it. It was great to meet him and see him at the Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup. It was great seeing everyone at the Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup. Hope to uh, attend next year. Uh, again, when they have that information, we'll announce it on the show uh, for next year's Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup. Uh, so thanks again to Charles Smith. Really do appreciate it. The winning razor uh, worth acquiring if you come across one at a good price. And uh, Charles, let us know how you got such a wonderful mirror polish on this. Absolutely gorgeous. Because if you get one, you might want to do this to it as well. It's just absolutely gorgeous. Thanks again, Charles. The winning razor. Viewer James Daigle sent along a prototype shave soap and pre-shave oil. Boy, I'm excited about this one, and I really, really hope he launches this as a line of products. Let me show you what this is right here. This is called Yucca Mentha Shave Soap. And as the label says right there, it is clean, natural, and pure. This has an absolutely beautiful, beautiful scent. It is a peppermint, eucalyptus kind of scent. But really, the peppermint, the peppermint is just beautiful with a little bit of eucalyptus on, on an underlying layer there. Really, really terrific. And as he says on the label, this is clean, natural, and pure shaving soap. Absolutely. And he gave me some information here. A completely natural, gentle, biodegradable, non-comedogenic, does not clog pores, hyperallergenic, vegetable-based vegan soap entirely free of soy, detergents, uh, surfactants, sulfates, chemicals, artificial colors or dyes, sugar solutions, SLS or SLES, alcohol solutions, uh, and foul smells. One of the cleanest, purest soaps money can buy. I personally believe our faces are 100% worth it. Uh, and he says the soap properties here. Uh, this soap is great for men and women who love loads of creamy, luxurious lather with a refreshing, minty, invigorating scent with a slight cooling effect to wake you up and start your day off in a positive, present, and engaged manner. This scent absolutely is that. I am so looking forward to trying this shave soap out. I'm going to try it out and uh, do a review of it. I'm going to try it out first and do a review of it. I love this scent. It really is invigorating. <laughs> it will wake you up. Uh, I'm anticipating that cooling effect. 
And uh, really uh, terrific. He's got a fun fact here. The name of the scent, yucca mentha, uh, comes from uh, combining parts of the scientific Latin names of the plants that the essential oils are made from that are responsible for the fragrance. Eucalyptus globulus, the most commonly used eucalyptus species. Mentha piperita, a.k.a. peppermint. And mentha uh, spicata, a.k.a. spearmint. Uh, and it's just absolutely wonderful. Yeah, so I do get a little bit of spearmint, peppermint there. I get the peppermint, I get the spearmint. It's really terrific, terrific scent. So really, I hope he launches this. I'm going to do a review on it, and I'm really excited about it because I know there are a lot of viewers out there that want a natural shave soap that is free of all the stuff that he lists here, and uh, really looking forward to that. Now, he also sent along a companion pre-shave oil. But my gosh, this stuff is like a four-in-one product because uh, it's a pre-shave, a shave oil, an aftershave, and daily skincare. Right there on the label is how he lists it. Right there. And he says in an email to me, yes, the four-in-one PSA oil is a four-hit combo. Pre-shave, shave oil, aftershave, and daily skincare. Uh, for for pre-shave, you can use the same amount recommended by other brands you have laying around. So a few drops and just apply it on your face, and then you're good to go. Uh, shave oil, same as Shave Secret. Remember the review I did on Shave Secret? This it will do the same thing. Uh, always water first, then oil. Wet face, three to five drops. Add more water for another pass. Yeah, I'm looking forward to trying it like that as well. Aftershave, I personally use two full droppers for my face, uh, for my face, head, and neck right after my cold water rinse. So for face and neck, maybe just one or half dropper full. Uh, however much you prefer to have on your skin, really. Massage into skin until water absorbs. This is actually my favorite part of the shave. And daily skin care, he says, same as aftershave. Once you decide on the amount you like, wet skin and massage it in. Absolutely fantastic. I am so looking forward to trying this and trying both of these and doing the shave. Uh, so I'm going to be doing uh, a couple of reviews uh, this as a pre-shave along with the shave soap and then uh, just shaving by this, uh, shaving with this by itself to see how that works out too. Uh, really, a, a couple of products that show so much promise. So thank you very much, James, for passing this along. Uh, and uh, folks, we'll keep you updated as to progress of the, as to the progress of this. And uh, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing this launched and being out in the marketplace, especially if you're looking for something that um, is clean, natural, and pure, and has just a wonderful, invigorating, uh, wakey up kind of scent. And that's what this is. So, James, thanks very much for passing both of these along. I really do appreciate it. Viewer Beth Jones checks in and she writes, this just in from Hoffman Shaving Company. And Hoffman Shaving Company writes, hey peeps, I truly hope all of you are safe out there. That's more important than anything right now. Friday, October 21st, well that was this past Friday. Friday, October 21st, our first triple drop featuring Evil Pumpkin, Raven, and the Jersey Devil. Raven is an homage to Tom Ford's Gray Vetiver. This is really a timeless and classy scent profile. It's sophisticated, but also very clean. Scent holds well. 
The Jersey Devil is an aggressive scent profile featuring dark amber, vanilla, lavender. It's a banger for sure. Definitely relates to the artwork. This is definitely wicked. Evil Pumpkin. Oh boy, this one is fun. It's spice forward, but you get that crunch cake cookie scent on the back end. It's really great for the Halloween season. We hope you enjoy the vision and look forward to bringing you more cool stuff. It's truly my honor, and as always, thank you. Still taking pre-orders now, and you can check that all out at hoffmanshavingcompany.com. Uh, that's an update from Robert at Hoffman Shaving Company. And my thanks to Beth Jones for passing that along. Thank you very much, Beth. Okay, now this is really neat. The Simpson T3 Shaving Brush. You know, I've recommended it. I like it a lot. Uh, a viewer, uh, Larry Sablotny, said, what should I get, the T2 or the T3? I said, get the T3. T3 is awesome. It's got a great handle, great knot. like it a lot. And you can get it in white. You can also get it in black. My thanks to Mark Backwell for the black-handled T3. They're both, they're, both, they're both great. But this is the really cool part right here. Mark Bagwell wrote, Mark, I'm pumped about this. I've been asking Simpson Brushworks to add certain colors to the T3. They just added four. I truly believe they did it in hopes I would shut up. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Not going to happen. These two Simpson colors are absolutely gorgeous. Ruby and St. Mary. Also, remember the prices listed are with the VAT tax, but those are removed for us. It reduces the cost of each brush to $37.50, no, 37.50 British pounds, 37.50 British pounds. Um, funny story, I just spoke with Anna at Simpson Brushworks, and she told me how these came to be made. Her boss is out of town, and he's the one who has refused to make the T3 in these most sought-after colors. She has asked him repeatedly if he would make them just for me, but he kept saying no. But since he's gone and cranked out only five of each, she was careful not to advertise on their Facebook page so the boss wouldn't see them. I think she's trying to show him they will sell. So don't know if these will always be offered. Now, there's four of them. Again, the Ruby, the St. Mary's, uh, and also the Sapphire and the Emerald. And boy, these are absolutely gorgeous colors. Now, uh, I I, I'm hoping by the time this airs that a few of these will still be available for viewers. And again, uh, my apologies if they're gone by the time this airs. However... Uh, now that you've seen them, and if you want them, send an email to Simpson and let them know you want a T3 in one of these colors or all of these colors. Uh, they absolutely look wonderful. I'm kind of partial to the ruby. I like the ruby a lot. But my thanks to Mark Bagwell for sending this along and for actually getting the ball rolling on this. That's amazing, Mark. Good for you. Absolutely fantastic. So folks, I'll have links to these brushes, to each one, to the Ruby, to the St. Mary's, to the Sapphire and the Emerald. And uh, you can then, and those links came from Mark Bagwell. So Mark Bagwell, thank you very much for those links. Uh, I'll have the links below. So, uh, you know, hopefully when this airs, 
Monday morning, they'll still be they'll still be available. So about five each. No promises, but you know what? You might be one of the lucky ones that gets one of these beautiful, beautiful colors uh, of the T3 shaving brush. It really is. These really are terrific, terrific uh, shaving brushes. I love the size of the handle. I love the knot. It's a synthetic brush. It's just a great performer. And to have it in yet another color handle is just uh, really, really awesome. So my thanks to Mark Bagwell for getting the ball rolling on this and also sending along all this information. Mark, thank you very, very much. Last week, viewer Beth Jones introduced us to the Shield SE Titanium Razor available at Bull Goose Shaving. Some beautiful single-edge razors. Comes in two different finishes. It's called the Shield SE Titanium Razor. Really, really good-looking razors. Well, I got an email from Rodney Ripplinger, and he said, Hi, Mark. I got my body SE razor today. And I looked at it, uh, and... Uh, it's the Shield Razor, and Rodney says it's the same manufacturer. So this Shield Razor is available from bodybrush.com. Now, I will provide their Facebook page and also a link to where you can get these razors. Uh, if you go to their Facebook page, you'll see that uh, they have a whole uh, picture of the, uh, the body razor and the different configurations that it comes in. It comes as, in, uh, it comes as a double-edge razor, a single-edge razor, and something that they also call the um, Shield Gem Predator uh, Razor. They're all titanium, and they're all at about $130, which is really, really very, very nice. And the Shield SE Avenger Razor looks very, very similar to the Shield Razor being sold on Bull Goose Shaving. So I'll give you a link to their Facebook page where you can contact them and message them and ask them any kind of questions you have. And I'll also link to the page where these razors are available. Uh, I'm not sure about the gem configuration razor, but uh, this uh, DE, the Shield DE Defender is a double-edged razor, and the Shield SE Avenger is an SE razor. So um, there you go, at a very, very nice price point. Now, I did contact them via Facebook Messenger, and they told me that there are two coupon codes available uh, for the viewing audience if you decide that you want to buy through them. Uh, the first code is good for an extra 10% offer off any purchase over $30, and that is Mira, Mira Dodorado 10. That's M-I-R-A-D-O-D-I-R-A-D-O-1-0. So you'll get uh, use that code, and you'll get an extra 10% off uh, any purchase over $30. And also, they have another code, which is good for an extra 12% off uh, over uh, an extra 12% off any purchase over $100. And that code is PASSION12. That's P-A-S-S-I-O-N-E-1-2. That's good for an extra 12% off over off, uh, off of any purchase over $100. So the PASSION12 is good for 12% off of purchase over $100. And the uh, Mira Dodorado 10 is good for an extra 10% off any purchase over $30. Okay, I think I got that straight. <laughs> so either 10% if you spend $30 or more, or 12% if you spend $100 or more. So there you go. So uh, that's something to consider. If you're looking for the shield razors, they seem to be available on bodybrush.com. And from what Rodney tells me, it's the same manufacturer as the one you see on Bull Goose Shaving. So uh, again, 
I'll have links to uh, Body Brush's uh, Facebook page. Uh, message them, ask them any kind of questions you have because this is all very, 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 very new to me. They gave, they sent along these discount codes for viewers and uh, they offer a lot of wet shaving gear up there. Now, one other thing, I will say this. Uh, so it looks like, it does sound like it's coming from overseas, I believe China. Um, Rodney had to say this about the shipment. When I saw the package, I knew there was an additional item in there. The boxes were, because I think he bought a brush as well. The boxes were bubble wrapped. It was also relabeled. I don't know why. It seems to have been repackaged once, once and relabeled twice. The last label being installed in Illinois. I imagine customs had to repackage the package after opening it. I don't really know how all this works. I've never experienced that with anything, say with AliExpress, if I've purchase something from AliExpress. I don't see any repackaging or relabeling. I don't know why that is. But Rodney, let us know how that razor works. And uh, really interested in hearing uh, your uh, your opinion about it and uh, that sort of thing, your review. So please send in those comments and I'll share them with all the viewers here on uh, the Monday Morning Mailbag or even, if, or even Second Cup if it comes in soon enough for Second Cup. So thanks very much for this information, Rodney. Really do appreciate it. There you are, folks. Bodybrush.com. Some beautiful, beautiful titanium gray razors up there. Three different razor heads. Uh, I'll give you a link to their Facebook page. Uh, I'll give you a link to the uh, their website and to the page where these razors are available. If you have any questions, please uh, message or email them directly. I'm sure that they'll be uh, I'm sure that they'll be more than happy to respond to you. They have responded to me when they were messaging me, and they offered those discount codes to all the viewers. My thanks to the folks at Bodybrush.com for making those discount codes available to the viewers. Uh, thank you very, very much to the folks at Body Brush for that. So there you go. Thanks to Rodney. Thanks to the folks at Body Brush. Check out some great looking titanium razors. Uh, and uh, hopefully we'll have a report from Rodney. We'll get some more information. And maybe you also will get some more uh, additional information from the folks at Body Brush. If you, happen to message, if you happen to message them, share it with me and I will share it with all the viewers. Thanks again, Rodney. And thanks again to the folks at BodyBrush.com. Viewer Chuck Price gave us a heads up on a really nice deal uh, on a piece of wet shaving gear, the uh, Vikings Blade Chieftain Jr. Uh, and he uh, wrote here, double-edged safety razor for beginners, the Chieftain Jr. by Vikings Blade, butterfly twist to open head, eco-friendly, smooth, close, clean shaving razor, suitable for all genders. It comes in two finishes, the chrome and the meteorite gray. Uh, I'll provide the link below, folks. When you go there, you'll find out that this razor is less than $13. It's $12.97. What a great deal. I love this razor. Uh, the, the price on this is a very, very nice price point, less than $13. It's a terrific razor. It gives a nice mild shave. It has really, really good heft to it. Nice balance. Um, nice slim profile to the twist to open razor head, as you can see right there. Now the end tabs are gonna be exposed just a little bit, um, much in the same way uh, the Gillette Super Speed or Gillette Slim or Fat Boy Adjustable Razor. Not really a deal breaker. Uh, adds to the maneuverability of the razor head, but just be aware that the end tabs, as I recall, are exposed just a little bit, but really a terrific, terrific razor. I like this a lot. Nice, smooth, mild, efficient shave from the Vikings Blade Chieftain Jr. Less than $13. Hopefully by the time this airs, this deal will still be available because 
Really, this is a great razor at that price. So my thanks to Chuck Price for sending along uh, the heads up on the price reduction on this particular razor because it is a really, really good razor. Thanks again, Chuck. And this is just a reminder to check out Adam Smith's Facebook page, Slick, where you can find some wonderful vintage shaving gear. Pictured here is a new round of vintage equipment that he came across and that is for sale. So check it out. I'll have the link below, Adam Smith's Facebook page, Slick. Adam, thanks for sending along the information. Really do appreciate it. And also check out some of his shaving memes up there. Very, very humorous. Really like those a lot. Thanks again, Adam. And that wraps up another new wet shaving gear segment for this week. My thanks to everyone who contributed. Wow, a lot of great new stuff out there. Folks, thanks for the heads up on all of it. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some of these questions and comments. This comment comes from viewer Ivan Kaz, also known as John Kaczynski. Thanks again for the coffee mug, John. Really do appreciate it. He writes, hi, Mark. I hope all is well with you. I listened to your Second Cup podcast, and I heard you mention the Marco Method. I did a search on YouTube and found your video and looked up more regarding this method. I ended up trying a bowl lather using a hybrid of the videos. I soaked my Zenith 80N for about five minutes and then let the water run out of the brush. I wringed the remaining water out into a lather bowl. Then I loaded the brush with Farmhouse North Ice Woods Shaving Soap for nearly a minute. I then took the brush and put it in the lather bowl, swirling it for about five minutes, and I created a mountain of lather. I tried this soap once before after watching one of your videos. The first time I tried it, the lather was okay, but not much slickness in my humble opinion. After using this method, the slickness was very much improved and was a joy to shave with. I feel that the water ratio I used was too high and I should have let more water drip out of the brush before wringing it out, but I feel like I will be able to make the adjustment easily. Anyway, I was able to make enough lather for three passes and touch-ups on my face and two passes and touch-ups on my head. It was an amazing shave, and I know that once I improve the water ratio, it will be much better. I think that many of your viewers could benefit from this technique. I'll include some pictures of my first attempt with this method. I hope all is well with you and continue having great success on your channel. Sincerely, John Kaczynski. Wow, John, thanks very, very much for the photos and the and outlining the, the method on the Marco method and how you made mountains of lather. I've used Farmhouse North Ice Woods. It's terrific. I like it a lot. I like the scent. I like the lathering quality. And yeah, I think the Marco method can really enhance a lot of shave soaps out there, improve the slickness, and just, you know, just from improving the quality of the lather. Now, uh, I mentioned in Second Cup, and I'll relate it to folks here in case you missed the podcast, uh, I was asked to demonstrate the Marco method. I haven't done the Marco method in about four years, and I had to actually <laughs> look at my video to remind myself of how to do it. Now, the thing that went wrong was we didn't soak the brush long enough. We were using a board brush. It just didn't soak long enough. 
So that's the key to this whole thing in the Marco method. Soak the brush, as John said here, for a good five, six minutes. And then I didn't wring out the brush. I just lifted the brush right out and I just went right into the puck and started to load and load and load and load and load and load and kind of figured out what the water to soap ratio, about where I thought was a good point and right, went right into the bowl and I got mountains of lather. I'll link the video I did on the Marco method so you can take a look at it. Uh, I wish it would have gone better at the Ohio Wet Shavers meetup, but again, uh, the brush just, just, just didn't soak long enough, and that is key. Now, as someone there pointed out, uh, Marco himself commented on that video and said, hey, yeah, you did it correctly. Now, <laughs> I'm assuming that was the Marco of the Marco method. If it was, I was very flattered by that. I just, ho I just wish the demonstration at the Ohio Wet Shavers meetup would have gone a little better than what it uh, than what it did than what it did. Again, key to this method is to really really soak that brush. I'll link the video below so you can you can check it out. And thanks again, John, for relating your experiences with the Marco method and how well it did. And yeah, Farmhouse North Ice Woods, uh, fantastic fantastic shaving soap. Thanks again, John. Really do appreciate it. Well, in a previous Monday morning mailbag, viewer Wayno told us all about giving his razors a bath. And he follows up with a report from an independent reporter of how that all went down and their reaction. Uh, here it is right here. After the first official bath day in Wayno's den, I am pleased to report that, all things considered, it went quite smoothly. Here's their individual reaction to it all, from left to right. The King C. Gillette seemed to handle the situation honorably. However, it's rumored that he lost his head and was last seen near the home of Edwin Jagger. <laughs> More on that later. The Vikings Blade Emperor Meiji was happy that one of his servants finally gave him a bath after being ignored for a while. The Merker Progress long handle invited Wayno outside for a man-to-man fistfight. Having been turned down, he has sworn to contact his promoter for a possible pay-per-view event. The Gillette Fat Boy seemed to take it all in stride. He was reported saying, move along, nothing happening here, move along. The Edwin Jagger Black Diamond Laser 3D seems to have gotten a new hairstyle after his bath. King C. Gillette still isn't sure exactly what happened. He does, however, feel like something has changed, but can't put a finger on it. The Leaf Twig was so excited he went all topsy-turvy. It took him several hours to wind down. A neighbor reported to me that he has a very magnetic personality. The Supply SE has sworn to never speak to Mr. O again. Upon further inquiry, he had nothing to say. As a side note, this reporter must acknowledge that Supply SE always felt like he should be treated like something special. Next time, he will be bathed individually rather than in a group, according to reports. And finally, the newly acquired Parker 78R Graphite gave both myself and Mr. O a gentle hug and told us everything was going to be all right, saying, Patience, Grasshopper. He reportedly has a new friend named Nasset, and they seem to be getting along smoothly. That's it for now, David. Back to you. <laughs> hey, Wayno, thanks for the update report on the Razor Bath. Really do appreciate it.
Viewer Jimmy V sent along some really, really interesting information. I mean, this was fantastic stuff. Want to share it with you now. He wrote, hi, Mark. On one of the Facebook shave groups, someone had posted that he seemed to have more issues with Nixon irritation when shaving after a hot shower. This was my reply. Cold water shaving. I'll take a fairly hot shower, but after drying off and before I start shaving, I put an ice-cold wet washcloth on my face and let it lay there a while. Contrary to what you see many people post, pores do not open or close. Nothing changes the actual size of pores, but skin does swell and loosen up a little under hot water. The cold water counters that pretty effectively. Uh, then I asked him a few more questions about this, and he wrote the following follow-up. This was actually, this was really, really terrific. Um, he wrote, uh, hot opens pores, cold closes pores. It is indeed a long-perpetuated myth. Best way to get the real scoop on this is to talk to a dermatologist. I did. A longtime client of mine is a well-known dermatologist. I asked him about this. Now, this is a great topic of discussion. I really would like to get your feedback on this. So please comment below. This is what uh, the dermatologist related to Jimmy and he wrote to me. Um, you can steam your face, splash it with ice cold water, or cover it in a warm compress. But your pores still won't open or close. They never have and they never will. While your pores might not be able to open or close, they can grow in size if the collagen in your skin becomes weak and damaged. There's also the issue of congestion, which can give the illusion of larger or more obvious pores. So hot water and steam won't open your pores. What they can do is loosen the sebum, oil, in your face, allowing it to slide out of the pore easily when you wash with cleanser. Hot water stimulates the capillaries so our faces might get a bit redder and more sensitive. The cold water shrinks the capillaries and feels refreshing. Meanwhile, the pores are just hanging out, not caring about hot or cold, and not opening or closing, laugh out loud. Obviously, a dermatologist can do things to help with our pore appearance, but that's entirely different than what we are discussing here relative to a hot and cold shave. Uh, that's absolutely fantastic information, Jimmy. Thank you for passing along. Hey, I'd like to get your reaction on that. Please comment below. Let us know. What do you think? Uh, I think this makes absolute sense that our pores don't open and close. It's that capillary action that I think is uh, at work here. And I, I tend to agree with that. So uh, thank you very, very much for this information. Folks, what do you think below? Please comment below. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Absolutely, really, really fascinating and, and interesting information regarding uh, hot and cold opening and closing of pores, which doesn't happen. <laughs> but I guess we're going to continue to say it just because I guess it's just tradition with the uh, with the traditional uh, wet shave. I guess that's the I guess that's the whole reason behind it. Uh, so thanks again for the great information, Jimmy. Really, really do appreciate it. And again, folks, comment below. Let me know. What do you think? Thanks again, Jimmy.
And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share. Please subscribe. Please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Please visit all these great artisan soap makers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful, wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. When you get a chance, hey, go online, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady, where you'll find all the products I review in this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. This week, we've got another bonus double-take cartoon puzzle. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon pictures. If you need a little more time, just pause the video. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.